What's up, homies? Welcome back to the uh, NBA betting show here on the Outkick Bets podcast feed. I'm the host, Jeff Clark, and I'm here to break down Monday's 11-game slate, David? 11? Uh, yeah, looks like it. Yep, 11 games. As you can tell, I improvise the intro every single time. <laughs> um, and I only have three of the... Uh, three games in the 11 game slate so hopefully um uh not duplicate any of david's picks here or he could just add or fade um to my picks but we'll go through all 11 games maybe we're brief on some of them and we'll obviously stop and focus on the ones we got bets on sound good david sounds good to me all right so first one seven o'clock eastern standard tip off i actually do have action in this one and it is the the uh brooklyn nets at the charlotte hornets i took the nets minus 120 on the money line today cam thomas is starting and if you've ever heard the outkick bets <laughs> nba podcast we're essentially a cam thomas stand podcast yeah at this point for sure this dude is an automatic bucket and he is going to just rip Terry Rozier and or LaMelo Ball apart tonight. He's started seven games in his career, and he's averaging over 30 points per game. He's averaging over 30 points per game this season. He's, I think his per 36 is like 41 points per game. <laughs> <laughs> he's only shooting four and a half threes a game which in the 90s would have been a lot, but in today's NBA isn't a lot. So the guy's just, he's just cooking motherfuckers. Excuse me. Yeah. He's just cooking dudes. Like, I, I don't know. I He's kind of a joy to watch. Um, but on top of that, I like LaMelo Ball. I gave out a Charlotte Hornets pick against the Hawks opening night, or Wednesday uh, this past week, because I like LaMelo Ball. But in my opinion, Mikael Bridges is the best player on the floor. And oh, without a doubt. He hasn't played very well in the first couple of games. I think we're going to get a, a, a slump-busting performance out of him um, because more is required from him. There's going to be a couple missing starters for the for the Nets. Um, at least Cam Johnson and Nick Claxton are out. But it's also, I'm fading the Charlotte Hornets as a, as a home dog. Since last season, they are 5-22 straight up as home underdogs with a minus- 10 scoring margin they just they don't get up um for their home court advantage doesn't even exist so i like the nets i like all their like veteran role players that are cool playing a role and do like a lot of dirty little not dirty but like all the little things like a royce o'neal like a dorian finney smith um I like Mikael Bridges, you know, like uh, I like Daron Sharp's game a little bit. So I don't have much else analysis behind that. Just fading the Charlotte Hornets as home favorites. And I like the Nets roster. So I'm going with it. Yeah, I couldn't talk you off that at all. Um, Nets have lost their first two games. They probably need to get a win under their belt. And this seems like a good game to get it done in. Uh, they are. They are 2-0 you... against the spread, too. So they're they're close. Yeah, and if you're talking about you know that obviously there's two teams here. If we're talking about one that's going to play defense and one that won't, 
the Nets will play some defense and the Hornets won't. So I like your look um, <clears throat> to just mention Cam Thomas. His point total is 23 and a half right now. It's over. Uh, D- ladder play. Hey, over 23, yeah. over 26, <laughs> over 30, over 40. <laughs> just just for the record, don't don't ever take Cam Thomas's unders <laughs> unless yeah. you're like – here that he's going to only get like five minutes in a game because yeah. that's about the only time that he just doesn't score. Betting, um, betting a Cam Thomas under is like the black tar heroin of sports betting. You got to be yeah. a real junkie to be taking yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say too, they were drawing plays up for Thomas against Dallas. So with <laughs> Cam right Thomas out, they, but they were, I mean, you know, I, I brought this up on the last podcast. He was, he only had, you know, he he would get like forty minutes in a game, then he would get like seven minutes in a game for the next two or three of them, and it it didn't make any sense. But now again, they're drawing up plays for the guy. They're trying to actually get him the ball to be their scorer. So just something that's interesting to watch. Um, another just brief tidbit here: PJ Washington just got married. He's the starting forward for the Hornets, so uh, he may not have the best game, in my opinion. Uh, just because I thought I saw it posted either Saturday or maybe maybe it was yesterday that he actually got married. So could be a sleepy spot for the Hornets, but I'd have to double check exactly when when he was married if if they didn't just share the picture. Man, the married angle is something you use to bet on golfers, and it's yeah. different from the NBA. I kind of like that, or at least you're you're putting out the theory that it could be different from the NBA. Yeah. My thing with golfers, you just get married. It's like, once you get married, you obviously got more responsibilities and getting out of the house and away from your, your, your wife and getting to play golf with the boys is probably like sweet. I don't have any more marriage bullshit to deal with. The wedding bullshit is behind me. I can just go golf with the homies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know for this. I, you know, first off your legs, Hopefully you should be tired if you had a good a uh, a good honeymoon or good night, but I don't know. I I don't like uh, I don't like him in oh, this man. game particularly. Women weak in legs. What an that's angle! Right. What an that's angle! Right. You know who said it, that? That's that's Mickey. That's yeah. the, that's the rock strainer. I, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I don't know, man. It was either it was definitely sometime this weekend, but. At least it could still be a little hungover, a little sluggish to start. So, just a just a thought could be the Nets' nice early lead that they jump out to. So you could look at them early as well. And my handicap technically is over, and I didn't mention this, but I, I will. <laughs> I will say it. <laughs> okay. Ben Ben Simmons could He's defensively. Fine frustrate LaMelo ball like he's got the athletics the athleticism the wingspan the know-how it's just a matter what are we getting out of him I mean he was terrible in his first game and looked awesome in his second game so we'll see yeah he's probably not even gonna play tonight actually let's let's look that up now Ben Simmons he's supposed to play do they bench him for Cam Thomas oh I love it I love it god oh wait no 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 they have him as the center I like that even more. They have Ben Simmons as the center? Yeah, according to um, Rotowire. Yeah. Who's actually yeah, pretty right. good. Yeah, they're very good. This is a five-unit whale play. 
<laughs> All right, moving along here in the seven o'clock window, Chicago, your Chicago Bulls at the Indiana Pacers. Pacers are minus three. Um, the Bulls are just not a bet on team for me right now, and I don't, I don't like them. I think the Pacers are overrated. That's just a feeling that I have in my soul. I don't yeah. have really any metrics to back that up, and I frankly like how Tyrese Halliburton plays. Let me. Let me go at this a different way. I hate Buddy Heald, and I hate all, all the other players, for the most part, that are surrounding Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. Like, Bruce Brown, awesome backup player. I'm not sold he's a starter. But be that as it may, I don't have anything in this game. Um, do you have anything? If you're going to play it, and I'm not 100% sold that I will, take the Bulls in the first quarter. And... Part of that is based on last year, and I understand they're different teams, different situations, all that stuff. The Bulls are the same team, essentially, as last year, but the Pacers are a little bit different. Um, they got two new guys, you know, Bruce Brown and Obi Toppin in their starting lineup. Pacers were the worst team in the first quarter last year at home. They were terrible. They were um, 13 and 27 and 1 against the spread at home in the first quarter. Uh, it's not like the Bulls were the best team in the world on the road, but they were better. And in both games against Indiana last season, the Bulls put up 30-plus points in the first quarter, and Indiana had somewhere in the teens. So, Pacers uh, were just a bad first-quarter team last year, right? Terrible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely terrible first-quarter team last year. I remember year. hitting that a bunch of times. <clears throat> yeah, and even even this year, like, it was something that I was looking at. Uh, they beat the Wizards at home. They gave up 39 points in the first quarter. They scored 34. And then they've only had two games this season, um, and the other one was on the road, but they gave up 37 points, and they only scored 31. So they just don't come out very strong to start games, and the Bulls are coming off yet another embarrassing loss. So uh, you would expect them to come out with a little bit of intensity and, and come out uh, firing in this one. So Bulls first quarter plus 102 on the money line is a pretty solid look in my opinion. Um, but these two teams typically play each other pretty close. The Pacers have won the past three games. I'm not going to get on it one way or the other uh, for the full game. I would just, like I said, first quarter, get in, get out. All right. Um, next game, I have no action in it. I don't know anyone who's going to be that excited about it. Boston Celtics at the Washington Wizards. Over-under is around 230. I don't know. You get 229.5 some spots. Um, I guess I should look up what point, points bet has it since they sponsor my job and podcast. They actually have it at 230, and they have Celtics as 10-point favorites. Are you uh, going to be a hero and take the points with Washington? Hell no. Uh, I mean, this is a game that Boston, if they want to, could win by 30 points. Yeah. Um, I'm, I got, I do have one official play for this game, though. Is it? Taking Por- huh? Uh, it's not Jordan Poole. <laughs> no, no is, it, is it the, the Porzingis <laughs> revenge game? I, I wouldn't even call it a revenge game because I don't think there's any bad blood here. But at 19 and a half points, I think Porzingis gets over those. I, I think this is one of those games where it's like, why not? Just give the give him the ball, let him show off against his old team. That's it. Yeah. And so. if you want to infuse some basketball logic into there, 
if you pull Daniel Gafford out of the paint, he's pretty much useless. Right. And, and Porzingis can I shoot. So. I don't think Chris Stops even wants to go inside the paint. No, and I was also – this was actually something I looked into a little bit earlier, so it's more than just, you know, that. But Porzingis scored 24-point-something 24 24 last year at home and 21-point-something on the road. So he's going to be in a gym. He obviously played half of his games in last year, which was around 30 games, um, and he played better there. I, I get it. It's not the same team. He didn't have Jason Tatum with the ball. He didn't have Jalen Brown throwing up a million random threes. But this is a situation that he got. He has a good matchup. Gafford is, is a decent enough defender, but like you said, he's not going to be really defending Porzingis out by the three-point line or, or anything else. So 20 points for Porzingis isn't too bad. He had uh, – what did he have his first two games? Let me double-check this before I give out wrong information. No, um, dude, that's what I specialize in. Who cares? Just guess it. <laughs> he had 30 points in game one, 17 in game two. Um, didn't shoot particularly well from three in game in his second game. So Bounce back. Slump yeah, buster. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I even need to go that far with it. I think I think this is just a, a win for him. The, the biggest question is, can he do it before all the – starters get pulled because they're going to be up by like 30 points last thing i can add to that pro chris stops porzingis point prop bet is and this had a, i had a lot of success using this um angle and uh the postseason last year a player props but i look for um props that are pricier on pinnacle compared to like these u.s legal sports books because pinnacle is the sharpest sports book in the world they book the the largest bets and they don't limit players. Uh, I'm not trying to read a commercial for Pinnacle, but I'm just saying whenever I see Pinnacle is more expensive than the U.S. market, I try to reverse engineer um, those lines and see if I can get down on them. I obviously haven't had time or even th- didn't even think about reverse engineering this um, price with Chris Sobs Porzingis. But after you talked, after we talked about it, I'm with you. So I'm going to add that. Um, I'm going to add that, but I don't want to grade it, you know, like I don't want it to go against my record. Yeah. Just throw it on mine. That's fine. That's the most chicken shit thing I've ever said out loud. Uh, hold on. Let me try to, (laughs) I can't phrase it differently. Yeah. Let's just, if, if it loses, you blame David. We'll do that. Yeah, That's fine. (laughs) I fully accept it. I might circle back and try to readdress this because I, I, it doesn't sit well with me how I just left it. But anyways, we'll go to my next bet. The Minnesota Timberwolves visiting the Atlanta Hawks. 7.30 Eastern Standard tip-off. I don't know if anyone cares about that, but whatever. Uh, I'm taking, I'm laying, I think, minus 140 on points bet. I got it at minus 120. Shop around. I don't know. Um there's minus 130s out there, but I, I'm I'm taking the Timberwolves as a road favorite over the Hawks. If we're a pro Cam Thomas podcast, we're an anti Trey Young podcast. Their offense sucks. They shoot a bunch of mid range jumpers. They can't shoot from outside the paint or uh, from um, outside uh, or from deep. Also, all of the length and size for the for the Minnesota Timberwolves on the interior is going to frustrate. Trey Young trying to get in to those like floating mid-range jumper areas like 
you know, he's not going to be as willing to do that against Rudy Gobert and Nas Reed. Carl Anthony Towns is a dud defensively, but he does add a different dynamic than Reed and Gobert, and that's another factor here in my handicap. Um, I just like the the bigs that Minnesota rolls out there for the regular season. Not sure if it's going to help them win a playoff series. We'll see what their seeding is if they even make the playoffs. But I do like the Minnesota Timberwolves roster construction a lot more than I like Atlanta's roster roster construction. We're also huge on Anthony Edwards, I believe. He's one of my favorite NBA basketball players currently. I think he's certainly the best player on the floor. Um, the Timberwolves actually beat the um, Atlanta Hawks in both meetings last year, and they Edwards only missed three games. One of them he actually missed against the Hawks, and the Hawks still beat them, or the Timberwolves still beat the Hawks. Also, I made this... Um, I made I made a similar bet with on the Minnesota Timberwolves on Saturday. We didn't podcast about it because it's Saturday, but I bet the Minnesota Timberwolves playing the Heat in the second of a back to back. Um, since last year, Minnesota's seventeen and six straight up, fifteen and eight against the spread with a rest edge over its opponents. Got a little lucky by Miami Heat sitting Jimmy Butler, but I also wrote that in my handicap that he could be sitting. That's why I took the five before it ballooned up to eight and a half. Um, Very similar situation here, obviously. Uh, Atlanta played yesterday against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, They actually crushed Milwaukee, so you're getting a buy, sell high spot here for Atlanta. Um, And Atlanta, with a rest disadvantage over its opponents or versus opponents, they're six and 14 straight up, and 8-12 and 12 against the spread since last year. So I got the better team, more rest. Um, I'm taking the Timberwolves. Only minus, I think it's minus 140 on points bet, so that's what I'll book it at. I just sucked yeah. the air out of the room. My bad. What are you, no. what are you thinking? No, I like I like the bet. I mean, look at the two lineups. You, Mike Connolly and Trey Young, I would say, are a lot closer than you would expect. Anthony Edwards is a better player than Murray. Jaden Jaden McDaniels, or um, I, I guess he's going to play. I'm not 100 percent sure. I met Mike Conley once. Let me <clears throat> just tell you, it's true. The guy's a sweetheart. What a nice man. Is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for him too. Um, but McDaniels is probably better than Hunter if they play. Carl Anthony Towns is significantly better than Jalen Johnson, and Rudy Gobert and Clint Capella are. I guess a wash. That's that's unfair to Rudy Gobert, who I'm not even a fan of. But like, come on, what does Clint Capella do better than Rudy Gobert? What? Not ruin teams. Come on, that's Donovan Mitchell being a beta. Oh come on, man. Wait, you want him to defend the rim and the and the and the corner? Like maybe one of the guards can stay in front of another ball handler for Utah. Don't Rudy be like Gobert. that. Don't be like that. Gobert hasn't done anything you want, anywhere. You want to blame him for like starting him. COVID? I'll listen to that. But <laughs> he didn't ruin the Jazz. That was more Donovan Mitchell. Well, he ruined my Timberwolves last year. So um, Your Timberwolves. Any, <laughs> I was the president of the Timberwolves fan club last year, and it backfired on me numerous times. But I do. I like them to win. I, I agree with you. I don't think it's worth playing them on the spread. I would just take the uh pay the extra you know 20 cents 30 cents whatever and go for the money line um just 
a mention. I, I am very big on the rest advantage stuff as well. But, oh, oh, I know it. This is a David spot. But I will say the Hawks only played about 25 to 30 minutes, most of their starters. So they should still be fresh um, for this game. But That's a fair point, actually. Uh, I, I still just think the Timberwolves are a better team than the Hawks. I mean, the Hawks are better at home typically, but if you're getting involved with it, take the money line, don't take the spread. And I, I am very rarely saying that because I, I a lot of times I think the spread doesn't matter. So I hate that point, but that's for another day. We uh, can talk about that more, more <laughs> if you want. I don't. I've brought I, it up before. I'm not prepared to argue with you. I want to have a nice it's it's Monday. I want to have a nice podcast. Get on with my day. I got to hit the gym. <laughs> I don't want any okay. beef. Uh I was 10 and 5 in the first week in the NBA. I think I killed it last year in the first I think month or so before it just all went to shit. Um and I was 9 and 4 in during Sunday. Really just smelling my own farts. I was like, "Oh my god. I'm Arnold Rothstein of the NBA this year. I'm pretty much the guy." So um, I bet the under in the Bucks Hawks game, which cashed by a point and a half, and I was feeling real spicy. And there was a bunch of teams that I like that I wanted to bet on, or I could have bet on. Instead, I took the nine and a half with the Trailblazers against the Seventy Sixers, and just watched their brains get beaten. Yeah. They are getting nine against the Raptors. I'm tempted, but I'm not going to because you and I were both. Kind of feeling the Trailblazers over coming into this year. It's only been three games. I, I don't think it's going to get there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think that too. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get there. Uh, and I don't know if Chauncey Bill. I think Chauncey Billups might be back on TV by the time Christmas. Oof. I, I mean, if the Trailblazers are stupid, they're going to fire him. What's the point of, of getting rid of him? It's not like you're going to turn your team around and automatically become some sort of contender. I don't know. Maybe they're stupid. They probably are stupid, but um, you're right. It's it's early, but they don't they don't look good, and they played the magic pretty well at home. But it, it's a bad situation here for them as well. They played yesterday, got their brains beaten out, like you were saying. The Raptors are coming home. Uh, Raptors are just better in Toronto, um, and it seems like they're going to have pretty much everybody on there. Uh, team for tonight's game. I don't know if OG and Anubi is going to play. If he does, that makes a big difference, obviously, for um, defensive purposes. Uh, is Simon's playing? Or is he out? He's out today. There's, I think he's out for man. the next six weeks. Is he really? That many? Man. Yeah, I'll click, um, I'll click on his name. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, uh, four to six weeks, torn UCL, UCL on his right thumb. So surgery okay yeah well that should make things a little bit more interesting for scoot and shade and sharp but i told you about this game yesterday we were texting back and forth and i was like ah this is a pretty good spot for the raptors at minus seven now that it's creeping up a little bit i don't know that it's worth getting involved with it's probably not even a game that i'm gonna watch live i probably will just watch the highlights or uh Check the box score pretty heavily on this one afterwards. Oh, but, I would. I mean, the, I'd bet my right nut you're not going to watch this live. We got Monday Night Football, World Series, Game Three. We got a pretty sick NBA slate. If if you're watching Trailblazers Raptors, 
we have to question your decision making. It's probably just because everything else is in commercial at that point. You better have like an eight TV wall if you're watching that shit. Yeah. Do you have the YouTube no, I, TV I, thing? Because you can do the four. I do. All right, never mind. I love you can do it. The, 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 the four game multi view. Yeah, makes a difference, man. It's uh, it's pretty cool actually. But if the Raptors want to win this game by by fifteen to twenty, they can. If they don't, it'll probably still be a win of like seven, eight, nine points. So that's why I just don't want to. I don't want to get involved in this. Yeah, me too. This game sucks. We spent too much time talking about it. Spent way too much time on it. Rematch of uh, first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs is the probably headliner of Monday night's uh, NBA slate. The Miami Heat visit the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee's on the second of a back-to-back. No showing last night. Dame Lillard sucked last night against the Hawks, but they're six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Heat. Over is at 225. I love the Heat. I'm not going to bet this game. Um, as much as I like the Heat, I'm just, I'm just excited by about all the money I made from them in the postseason. But I haven't forgotten about all the money that I lost on them in the regular season. And six and a half is a great number. Jimmy Butler took last game off, so he should be ready to go this game. But I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't get to the window with these guys. And I'm not laying it with the books. I'm not I'm not, I'm I'm skeptical that Damian Lillard and Giannis are going to be a champion. How do I say this? I don't think they're better than Boston. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Knicks and or a healthy Cavs team beat Milwaukee. I'm a little cooler on them than the market. But, again, I don't have much. 99% of the money is in the Bucks. I might bet the Heat. What are you thinking? Well, you made this argument the other day. It's like everything lines up for the Bucks. Yeah. So let's bet the heat. Yeah, let's <laughs> bet the heat. <laughs> yeah. But um, I thought most people would see that, but like again, it's, the public is just going to do what the public does. According to pregame.com, 99% of the money is on the heat or on the bucks. 95% of the tickets. Is it that dramatic? No, but well, of course not. Most people are betting the bucks, right? If if you're yeah. betting the NBA tonight, you're probably betting the bucks in the revenge yeah. game. <clears throat> But I, I like to just mention this for people who are like new to betting, but just looking at those splits doesn't doesn't really give you a full picture. There's no way that pregame or any of those other places can actually account for every dime that's on a game. So No and it's, it's good information, but it's not not completely accurate. Well also ninety percent of the bets come in like twenty minutes before the game anyways. Yeah. Um, you should wait for a lot of the NBA, but sometimes you just got to move on a number. Uh, sometimes you got a podcast about it five hours before. There you go. Uh, this, if if the Bucks had actually played well and won last night, I probably would be more comfortable taking the heat and the points, but I kind of feel like they must've been looking ahead because, they clearly weren't prepared for that game last night at all. And Lillard obviously sucked. So I would really be surprised if, if the Heat do win this game. Um, plus, you have to assume that the the Bucks want their revenge on this one. And 
I don't know. I don't know what kind of Jimmy Butler you're going to get tonight. If if you get pouty Jimmy where he's like, I wanted Damian and you guys got him or what. But I would lean towards the Bucks covering. I'm just not going to play it. All right. Fair enough. Another good game on the schedule. Uh, Golden State Warriors visit the New Orleans Pelicans. They are four-point underdogs. Over-under is around 224. Uh, Warriors played last night, yeah? They, they beat, did. They but... beat the Rockets, and Curry put uh, Dylan Burks on blast. Oh, yeah, it was pretty hilarious, actually. If you haven't seen the highlight, it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Just cooked that fool. Um, Warriors are terrible at home, or excuse me, on the road last year. Pelicans are definitely a bet on team for me as long as they're healthy and they are healthy. I got to look at the projected starting five. They're only not missing anyone. Well, I guess Troy, Trey Murphy, the third is out, but he's been out. Um, he's been injured since the preseason. So that's not new information. If anything, I would go with the Pelicans, but I don't know. I don't like betting against the Warriors. I've been, I've made money off the Warriors since their first championship. So I got nothing in this game. Sorry. What do you got? Uh, I was kind of the same way. I mean, the Pelicans have played two games. I've bet on them twice and I've won both of the bets. Um, I wrote down Pelicans minus four at first, but then I checked yesterday, Houston in the Houston game, the, the Warrior starters, just like I mentioned earlier, um, for what what team was it? Warriors, Rockets. They no. played the Rockets. No, the other team we were talking about that oh, had the back Hawks. Back. Yeah. Um, so Curry played the most minutes for the Warriors yesterday. It was thirty-one minutes. Everybody else played under thirty minutes. Um, so their team should be fine, fresh. Um, it gives me a little bit of pause. I think the Pelicans also beat the Warriors pretty badly last year in a lot of games where the Warriors either sat people or something. So this seems like one of those games where they may be like, no, let's, let's still show that we we're good. Um, and I know they know all about how terrible they were on the road last year. They're two and zero on the road so far this season. So my thought is to just stay off of this one. I, I, I do feel like the Pelicans could pull it out, but I'm not going to get involved in it. Um, all right, well, let's move along then. I got nothing else out of that game. We'll talk about my favorite team besides the New York Knicks, the Detroit Pistons getting six as they visit the Oklahoma city thunder. I'm sprinkling on the plus plus one ninety money line. I hit the plus six. I actually got so excited last night, right? When this bet dropped, I took plus five, um, like an idiot. Now it's up to plus six. So I don't even know. It's pregame.com says it open plus seven. Not in my book. I don't. I don't. I don't know where they're seeing that. Maybe the look ahead or something. But I took the plus five because I thought that was the best I was gonna get. Um, I'm wrong, but I'm gonna grade out plus six because that's what I gave it out to everyone, and that's fair. I think like when I get the better end of the number, I'll still grade it at whatever I get it at. When I get the worse end, same same rules apply, but. You know I'm going to say this, so maybe you're not going to be shocked or as appalled, but I actually think Cade kind of cancels out SGA. SGA is a better player. He is. He is. 
But I, I think eventually Cade's going to be a better player. I mean, Cade has been balling so far this year. And this Pistons team is like freaky athletic. Between Jalen Duran, between Isaiah Stewart, whose nickname is Beef Stew, which is just amazing. That kid, Osir Thompson, they, they said they said going into the, the draft last year or this year that he might be like a top 10 athlete in the NBA on his first game. Usually that kind of stuff like annoys me, but holy, they might be right. That kid, that kid is an animal. Um, and I just like this roster, roster construction around Cade. I like Monty Williams as a coach. I think Oklahoma City is a is a NBA hipster fan favorite, you know? I think them being like a sneaky team, they're not sneaky anymore. I think a lot of people think they're going to be good this year or anticipate them being good this year. And I don't think the the public is caught up to the possibility of what this Pistons could team could be if they stay healthy when Bogdanovich comes back and they just you know, gel under the first year head coach, Monty Williams. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Pistons because A, I think they're going to own the glass against the Thunder. B, I think they're athletic enough to stay in front of the Thunder's ball handlers. And the big issue with the Thunder is them just collapsing on their defenses by getting into the rim. They average the most drives in the NBA um, per game. And uh, C, the Pistons don't allow any wide open threes. They're really good at contesting threes because of the aforementioned athleticism. So I'm taking the six with this little grade it and I'll I'll sprinkle up a quarter unit on the uh on the plus one ninety money line as well. I am not with you on it, but good luck to you. I, I didn't bet on the Thunder. I do think they win the game. Um and I'm I mean they got blown out yesterday. I I put I put a unit on, on the Thunder to beat the Nuggets, and they lost by, like, you know, 33, so it was close. But <laughs> They probably <laughs> rested their starters then, too, huh? <laughs> they did, yeah. So they oh, only played nice. – most of them only played, like, 20-something minutes. Shea had, like, I don't know, seven points or something like that. So I would expect uh, him to probably come out and um play – a little bit more intense today. He, he played 28 minutes actually yesterday, but he did only score seven points, two for 16 from the field. So I expect Cade to body that Canadian. You think so? Oh boy. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, him. you know, um, I'm a big Cade Cunningham fan. I, I know your love for Cade Cunningham for sure. Um, I'm getting Cade Cunningham tattoo. I hope you don't do that. <laughs> I don't have any tats, but <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna go too far into this. It just what pissing thunder? Why not? I I prefer, I prefer the thunder side on this one. I just I'm not betting it. So I like I said, I'll wish you luck, and that's it. Man, if we get some more editorial support, I was thinking we could turn this into a social media breakout video. Just us talking yeah. pissing thunder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we probably spent too much time talking about this game. I'm taking the Pistons plus six, springing on the money line. I am biased AF, though. Uh, next game, Utah Jazz at the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets minus eight, total 227.5, like you just mentioned. They skull-effed the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. 
Um, and they're probably going to skull F the Utah Jazz because Utah Jazz suck. I did do that stupid thing where I bet the Clippers as road favorites against the Utah Jazz. And, of course, Utah Jazz beat them. And I lost a little bit of money. It's not going against my public record because I didn't play it publicly. I'm just telling you guys as the homies. I I think I bet Utah James Utah Jazz games bad, and I don't want to really. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to bet them. You know, and I have the utmost respect for the Nuggets. This line looks right. I'm. I'm good here. Any thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't have really a reason to play it. Um, the Nuggets obviously played yesterday too, but none of their players played all that much. Um, 30 minutes was the most for Jokic, Murray, and KCP. It's just, you know, not really one that's worth playing. The Nuggets, again, should they win? Yeah. Could they lose it because they're playing a back-to-back, two cities, different days? Uh, Yeah, they could. But the Jazz suck, so I don't want to get behind them. Yeah. They have... My least favorite backcourt in the entire NBA. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, all right. Well, last game here on the slate then. Uh, another game. I have I, all my plays are already. Um, I've already told you guys. I got, I got the Nets money line at the Hornets. I got the Timberwolves money line at the Hawks. Pistons plus six and money line at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Orlando Magic visit the Los Angeles Lakers in the last game on Monday. Um, the Lakers are. Small favorites right now at points bet. They are minus two. So I would just play the money line in this case if I were to bet it. Uh, over-unders, 218.5. I'm stalling because I'm trying to think of something to say, but I have hmm. nothing. What do you What do you think? I, I mean, I like the magic in it a little bit. The Lakers played last night in Sacramento, so it's not really a far trip or something, but... Their starters, like almost all of them, played close to like forty something minutes. Yeah, you have to assume Kings get up and that, down the court too, right? You have to assume at a certain point that the the Lakers, if if this game isn't close, they're just going to pull everybody and be like, "All right, you just take the game. It's not a big deal." Um, I I don't like that it's a home game for the Lakers. I feel like the they play a little bit better at home, but you think uh, they play better at home or on the road? I think the Lakers play better at home. Oh, you're saying the, you're saying for like a magic lean, you don't like that it's a Laker home. Yeah, game. gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the Magic actually play again tomorrow in Los Angeles, so in the exact same place. Clippers. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Is this is the first half of back to back for them? The Lakers are probably the better team, but again, this might just be a spot where. You know, they were trying to win the game yesterday, and they ended up losing 127-132. Um, and just for minutes, for example, Anthony Davis played 42, D'Angelo Russell 41, and LeBron 39. So the, <laughs> All right, I'm you know, probably going to bet the Magic. Yeah, so I mean, like, they already were saying that they're going to try and have LeBron play less than 30 minutes, and you got him playing 40 the night before. I'd be surprised if somebody else isn't out for this game if they don't just like say our right, last second. Up, oh, Anthony Davis has got a sore back, or you know LeBron has a sore foot, you know, and they just kind of throw it. So I do like the Magic here. Um, I had him at plus two earlier, 
So now it's down to plus one and a half. But did you make a bet in this game? I did. Yeah, I took my two. Oh, nice. Okay, so you get a little closing line value that yeah. effed us right in the A last year. But yeah, that was a new year. The worst possible thing I could have gotten <laughs> last year, last season. Yeah, that um, was an omen for bad things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is one game you didn't talk about, by the way. What? Yeah. Is it a uh, good one? Ma- Mavericks versus Grizzlies? Could be. How did I skip that? You're right. I did skip that. I, I really wanted to bet the Grizzlies when this game, when I first looked at it the other night, or uh, last night, excuse me, but I couldn't get there on it. Thanks for noticing that. Everyone yeah. needs to hear their Mavericks Grizzlies coverage. <laughs> Derek Lively, that kid could play a little bit, huh? Yeah, he's solid. Um, I was actually kind of surprised because you, you usually say you like to fade Dallas on the road as a favorite, and they're minus two and a half point favorites in this one. So I wanted to see what your thought was. Yeah. If you like them. I do think the Grizzlies are bad. I yeah. think it's kind of that simple. I don't, I don't think they're a good team. So yeah, I would, I would just take looking, Dallas here. They're looking rough right now. Yeah. Like I don't, I like Desmond Bain. I, I like Jaron Jackson as a role player, but. Uh, I think Marcus Smart's more of a bench player. I know Xavier Tillman and Zaire Williams are bench players. I mean, they're missing. They're missing. You know, Ja, Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark, Luke Kennard. Those are four rotational players, like solid players that I kind of like that they're without. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe Luca and Kyrie really want to, you know, put their the the their best foot forward, especially early in the season. I'm sure Kyrie ends up doing or saying something stupid eventually and everyone will be annoyed with him. But until then, like Dallas is going to have a sick offense. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it, again, what what kept me off of it is what you just mentioned or what you you started with, which is I, I, I want to like fade. My instinct is a fade. Um, the Mavericks as road favorites. But no, not with not with Memphis, and I also, uh, you know, I got a little scar tissue from yesterday from betting Portland, where it's kind of like I'm trying to do too much. Like I'm gonna just try to bet on teams that I like for right now. I guess I don't really like Brooklyn that much, so that's kind of that's kind of BS. But I really like the Timberwolves and Pistons. I don't know. What are you thinking? I I don't. I don't think it's worth playing it right now. I, I do think that uh, the Grizzlies have been playing a little bit better. They they were pretty competitive. They covered against the Nuggets the other day. Um, so it's possible that they, they take this one um, or at least make it close. And I, I don't have any interest in sweating a game with the Mavericks, who I don't think are a very good team either. Um, so I'm off of it, but I did want to at least bring it up since it was the only one that we didn't talk about. But I want to throw something out here for you, just to get your opinion. Grant Williams over threes. I love it. <laughs> it's not even related to this game. Oh, okay. Uh, there's 11 games, like you said. You you mentioned the Pistons. I mentioned the Magic as two teams that are underdogs that could probably win the game. Mess around Monday? Well, I just want to ask you, out of the rest of the underdogs, so you got the Bulls, the Wizards, the Hornets, the Trailblazers, uh, the Hawks, the Heat. This is easy. 
the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. Okay. Wait, well, well, I actually didn't even hear your jazz. question. Who, 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 who was your, I thought you were going to say the underdog most likely to most win. Most likely to win. Yep. Yeah, Warriors yeah. for sure. Warriors. Okay. That's almost cheating. Uh, the other one, <laughs> also cheating for the Heat, especially because Bam Adebayo is questionable. If he doesn't play, and then you have, I don't know, who who is maybe Kevin Love as a starting center. It's like, oh, yeah, he have no chance. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And then they, then they win by 50. Yeah, then Kevin Love hits seven threes. Yeah. I don't know. What, do you, what is going to be the answer to your question? Or uh, your answer for I, that question? I don't know. I mean, I really – I, I know I mentioned it yesterday that I thought the Raptors would win, but for whatever reason, that Portland two, plus 285 is making me think, like, you know what, maybe they do just go in there and, like, play their little hearts out and take it down in Toronto. But I think they have a better I, – I still think they have a better roster than Toronto. I don't I don't hate that. Yeah. We'll no see. Simons kind of hurts. Yeah, that does, especially your offense. Especially because he's like the perfect player for them. Like Scoot's on ball. Shane Sharp's on ball. Thibel's useless. Simons is, he's down at catch and shoot. Like DeAndre Ayton wants offense to run through him. Like Scoot Henderson wants to run the offense. Anthony Simons is like, I'm just going to, whenever you throw it to me, I'll chuck it. Like I'm cool. I'm yeah. cool with that. Like, Don't worry, I'll, I'll shoot. <laughs> I'll be here in the corner and like whenever. I'm here I am and I'm, I'm it's going up. Yeah, just imagine him and Jordan Poole and whoa, on, whoa. One, on one team. That's offensive. I, I like Anthony Simon Simons. Fan. Oh, I like him, dude. His catch and shoot is it's elite. And like Jordan Poole, look it up, Google it, dog. Uh, I'll have to. Jordan Poole is a ball stopper. He like tries to break people down off the dribble and will like back up, take a thirty-five footer, look at the crowd, and then just like do the Nick Young, you know. And at least Anthony Simons like kind of knows his role. I suppose. All right, whatever. I'm not trying to talk you into Anthony Simons. He'll be back in four to six weeks. You'll see. Yeah. I can't All right. Wait. Again, my official best bets: Hornet uh, Nets money line, Timberwolves money line, Pistons plus six, sprinkling on that money line, and Kristaps uh, Porzingis over nineteen and a half points. That's going to me. Okay, all right, all right, all right. What other picks do you have, or is it just that one? Porzingis is the one that I gave out, and also Magic Plus 2. So those are the only two that I uh, I have officially for, for the podcast. All right. Tuesday is a slim NBA slate. I am not going to be back Tuesday. Maybe me and David return for Wednesday. Um, Got to figure out the NFL Week 9 record schedule, but... We'll be back in your ear holes with some NBA coverage here this week. So look out for that. Check out the Outkick Bets uh, podcast feed for any future podcasts we drop. Check out David's NBA season-long packages or NBA packages at beatingthebookie.com. Follow this fool at FuturePres2024 on Twitter. Follow uh, our brand, Outkick Bets, on Twitter. Until we talk uh, next time, peace, dogs.